0: This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
1: Welcome to the show alongside Gabe Knight's alum, Joe Fordenball, Carlin versus Joe, the people show right here on ESPN radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Plenty of people on hold wanting to weigh in on the Draymond Green situation from last night. He gets tangled up with Yusuf Nurkic of the Phoenix Suns. He ends up throwing what looks like a punch. He claims he was just trying to sell a call with his arms, but it looked. Almost identical to what a punch looks like, and sure enough, did make contact with Nurkic, leading to the 18th regular season ejection of Draymond Green's career. That ranks second most in the last 25 years behind only Rashid Wallace. Gabe Neitzel, how you holding up? This is hour number three. You doing okay? (laughs) We 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 really put you through the ringer here with the uh, shirtless Instagram accounts and the psychedelic analogies. There's a lot you got to process.
2: Yeah, no, but it's, I mean, it's high energy, right? We're just flying. We're flying through. We are. I mean, Draymond Green makes it easy when he's, you know, selling calls by punching people in the face.
1: It's like you see that happen and you go, well, Wednesday's show's done. (laughs) Let's start looking ahead to Thursday's show, figuring out what we're going to do there.
2: Clearly clearly people around the warriors are more exhausted than we are talking you know, because I mean Steve Kerr basically just like threw up his hands and shrugged when he was asked about it last night of uh, you know, I mean, Draymond's got to be better. We've talked to him before. He knows that he's a big part of what we are. He knows we need him. I've. What else do you want me to do in terms of talking to this individual where we've had this many issues with? And I understand the exhausting part, but at the same time, especially with Klay Thompson not really playing that well for the first quarter of the season for the Warriors, They need Draymond on the floor. They need him out there in order to have any sort of hope of trying to capture some of the form that they had in the past championship
1: seasons they've had. I moved there in December of 2014 to join a local sports talk morning radio show. I was there for six years. I got to see the start of that dynasty run, and I lived through so many of those events, So many of those games. It was incredible. I'm looking around. I'm like, what kind of stroke of luck is that to show up to work somewhere in a market where all of a sudden one of the teams goes on a dynasty run? It was awesome. And it pains me and kills me to say this, but this is what the end looks like. I think a lot of people thought it was already over myself included before they went out and they beat Boston a couple of years ago and claimed another title. Just an incredible run for them to put one more cherry on top. But this is what the end looks like. They have tried to bring up young talent. It has not worked. Clay Thompson is coming off several catastrophic injuries. He's not the same guy. He was benched for the closing stretch last night in that game against the Suns. That is not a great sign. But father time is undefeated. And people knew this was gonna happen. And Draymond is getting himself in trouble yet again. And you just look at the team, you see the record, you see how last season played out. The young kids aren't developing enough. It just feels like we've reached the end, does it not? I it, don't know what the it does. what's the ceiling for the Warriors this year? Because I don't think it's winning a championship. Seven, eight seed. 7-8 seed with what, maybe one playoff series win? Or are you a 7-8 seed and you're getting run? Uh, probably getting run at this yeah. point.
2: Because, again, unless Klay Thompson drastically turns it around. but And it's hard to blame the Warriors for doing this the way they did because of that championship that you just mentioned. Once you were able to recapture that old championship glory without Kevin Durant there again, you're going, OK, we got to keep this core together. Clearly, these three, in Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, are the magic key to our success as a dynasty. And you hold on to those three and you go for the ride. And unfortunately, through the first quarter of the NBA season, it looks like that ride is coming to an end because Clay doesn't have it. And Draymond is
1: acting out more than he ever has before. I mean, Draymond at $22 million in change on the salary cap charge ranks 66th in player salaries. Given the high basketball IQ, what he brings defensively, what he brings as a facilitator, he's he's worth it. Like he's worth that. That's a pretty good deal. They just signed him to a four year, $100 million deal. Given some of these contracts you see handed out on a regular basis and what he's capable of, it it seems like he's worth it. But you, you get him at that price because there's there's some baggage there. And this is that baggage, and this is going to rear its ugly head on occasion, and it did last night once again.
2: And I think you're kind of just stuck with him if you're yeah. the Warriors, because I don't until he gets to the last year of the deal, and we know in the NBA, expiring contracts are, you know, that's something that teams covet. They want to have those expiring contracts, take that money off the books so they could potentially have some free agency money. I don't think he's worth that to the other 29 teams in the league. He's worth that because he knows how to work with Clay, how to work with Steph, how to be the engine that makes Steve Kerr's teams run. And if he just is dropped into another situation, I don't think he can be as effective or as good. He's only worth that to somebody else. And so I don't see anybody two months time in two months in the middle of February. Is a contender going to be lining up and going, yep, I'm going to take the gamble on Draymond Green, that's the guy I think I can insert here. I just don't think that there are going to be teams lining up to sign him, be on their team, and pay him that kind of money.
1: Yeah, there's a trust issue. You got to be able to trust him. If you're going to give up assets to bring a player like that in to help you in a championship push, you got to be able to trust that he's going to buy in, give you what you need, and ultimately not cost you by being unavailable for key matchups in the playoffs like he was last year in Game 3 against the Kings or Game 5 of the 2016 Finals against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, both games in which his services could very much have been used. He's Gabe Neitzel. I'm Joe Fortenball. Carlin versus Joe, the People's Show here on ESPN Radio. Let's take a listen to Draymond Green after the game. Here's him talking about the ejection and everything that happened.
3: He was pulling my hip and I was swinging away to sell the call. Made contact with him. Um, As you know, I'm not one to apologize for things I meant to do, but I do apologize to you, sir. Um... Because I didn't intend to hit him. Uh, I sell calls with my arms. I don't fall or to sell a call. I don't, I'm not a flopper. So I was just selling a call because he was grabbing me and pulling my hip back. So I spun away, and unfortunately I hit him. And so, like I said, I apologize to you, Seth, um, because I didn't intend to hit him.
1: All right, so here's where it gets interesting. After that, normally if a situation like that occurred and it was an accident, you would have teammates, coaches, what have you, standing up to defend their guy. You don't get any of that here. None of it. You're not hearing any of the Warriors stand up to defend him. Steve Kerr, just, yep, he's got to figure it out. He's got to be better. It's the same thing. They all just kind of hang their head and realize we lost another one last night. Could have used this guy down the stretch, but wasn't available for us for one reason or another. So because of that, there's been a lot of reaction today. Jay Williams came in, shows up on Get Up, did a great job this morning. He was on with Greeny as well. I want you to take a listen to Jay Williams and what he thinks Steph Curry should do about Draymond Green.
4: I think Steph Curry is one of the greatest players to ever walk this earth. If this happened on a team of LeBron James, will we be pressuring LeBron James to make a public statement to denounce this type of behavior? Don't you want to hear Steph Curry say that? is costing us while we're fighting for a play-in position. Don't you want to hear one of the best players in the world, or maybe the best player in the game, say it's reasons like that from Draymond that hold us back from being who we can be this year because he's not available?
1: Gabe. Your your thoughts on that, the point he's making and whether or not that's even something that that's in Steph Curry's blood, because Steph's a different type of leader. It's more yes. lead by example than lead by vocal, you know, charge, which you see from some guys. The best
2: leaders are true to who they are. And Stephen Curry stepping up to a microphone today or doing it in front of reporters in the locker room last night and going, this dude's costing us games. So a a couple of things that you can unpack there. One, I don't think that's true to who Stephen Curry is. I don't think he's just going to be a guy that suddenly starts throwing people under the bus. Doesn't seem like... Clearly, a lot of these guys were frustrated with Jordan Poole and all of the things that led to him getting punched in the face by Draymond Green last year. But you could tell there was something bubbling, but they didn't say it publicly. They didn't come out and blame Jordan Poole. They didn't say anything publicly. That's just not who they are. And secondly... Is there a factor of if Stephen Curry does step up to a microphone and goes, this guy's costing his games. I can't believe he's doing this. Why isn't he you know, smarter when he's out there? And, and when he gets baited into these things, he continues to do them. Why can't he clean it up? If he comes out and says that publicly, after not doing that for their entire careers together, because this is obviously not the first time that Draymond Green's been in, in a little bit of hot water, does that lose the trust of Draymond? Does Draymond go in the tank because he knows now Steph doesn't have his back. Because he just decided to throw him under the bus because he's that's not something that Stephen Curry does. So I, I, I understand wanting to hear from Stephen Curry as a leader. That just doesn't make sense to me from who we've seen Steph Curry be
1: as a leader for the Warriors. I think they also realize that there's no point to calling it out publicly because it's not going to do anything. Like if getting suspended for game five of the NBA finals and costing yourself and your team a ring wasn't going to change the behavior, if getting suspended for game three of the opening round of the playoffs last year against the Sacramento Kings wasn't going to change anything, if getting five games for choking out Rudy Gobert last month wasn't going to deter you from throwing a punch at Yusuf Nurkic this month, what is saying anything publicly going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like you probably got to think, what well, what is it that I can say that that has, Hasn't been said before that's going to make him wake up and change his behavior in these situations. I think it might just be a situation here where the simplest explanation is the right explanation. He's not speaking publicly on it because it's not going to do anything.
2: Yeah, it does, it does make sense, too, because, again, that that can drive a further wedge into this team and maybe blow it up even more because they haven't played well. And I'm guessing the lack of success they've had so far this season, being outside the play-in, having a record that's four games below 500. my guess is that all factors into these frustrations as well. For, for the, the team as a whole, especially when you're used to when those three guys are healthy and Steph, Clay and Draymond, you typically have a lot of success.
1: Yeah. If everyone's playing well and they're winning, it's one thing. It's almost kind of like, oh, that's him just being passionate when you're 10 and 13 outside of the playoff picture. And Clay Thompson's getting benched in the fourth quarter during a closing stretch against a good Phoenix team. That's a different situation entirely. He's Gabe Knight, so I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe, the People show here on ESPN Radio. We want to hear from you guys. I see Mike and Callie. I see Stan and Callie. I see Roy the trucker. I see Phil in North Carolina. Well, look at that. There are people in North Carolina not named Mark. Got someone named Phil. That's a huge upset. All you guys and everyone else I see lining up in between, you guys are all coming up next. Your calls. How long do you think the suspension should be? Is it officially over for the Warriors? Triple eight, say ESPN, Triple eight, seven, two, nine, three, seven, seven, six. This is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio.
0: This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
5: Yep,
4: just what we thought. Draymond got ejected, and we will jog off to the locker room.
1: We need Draymond, but you know he knows that, we talked to him, and he's got to find a way
5: to keep his boys and, and be out there for his, his teammates.
1: We patiently await word from the NBA as to the punishment that will be handed down to Warriors former Draymond Green after last night's 119-116 loss in Phoenix, in which Green was ejected yet again after an altercation with Yusuf Nurkic. Now, Green says he was trying to sell a call, looked a hell of a lot like a right cross, (laughs) landed, knocked Nurkic to the ground, and then boom, he gets ejected. So that's ejection 18 in his career, as we've discussed throughout the course of the show. Second most ejections in the last 25 years behind only Rasheed Wallace. Gabe Neitzel, Joe Fortenball, Carlin versus Joe, The People's Show here on ESPN Radio. We're going to Come to your calls in just a moment here. But, Gabe, ultimately, Draymond signs a four-year, $100, $100 million extension, excuse me, this past offseason. You think he ends up playing out all four of those years with the Warriors? I'm going to say he doesn't. I don't think
2: he ends up playing out all four years. I think when you get to the final year of that deal, it becomes an attractive expiring contract to some team looking to clear some cap space, and they end up acquiring Draymond Green at the end of, that, uh, of, of the four-year contract.
1: All right, let's go to the calls. Stan in California. Stan, we appreciate you waiting patiently. Your thoughts on Draymond green and the upcoming suspension.
4: I just want to know what's going on in this world where a sports player can do anything they want and you can act anyway, because you're great. I don't understand. Like it doesn't happen in any other, you know, job. If you were walking down the hall and punched somebody out, you'd be fired.
1: Very true. Appreciate the phone call. This one comes up from time to time. Um, I, I guess it's the you know heat of the moment sort of thing, physical game, physical sport to begin with, physical job to begin with. Yeah, I mean, we're not con- condoning it, but you know,
2: I mean, if I walk down the hall and you know I had a you know coworker grab my hip as I'm trying to you know post him up. Yeah, you know, that's, that also doesn't happen in every other walk of life. Like, the, the, I, I always get confused when people try to compare sports to their regular desk jobs that they have. There are a lot of differences between the two. But the, to counter that, if you're great, people are going to put up with it. Well, yeah. If, if, I mean, again, if you're in an office setting, you're just punching out, you know, people. Yeah, they're not going to put up with that. But if you're a pain in the ass and you're great at your job... People are probably still going to put up with you because, you know, again, it's the, you keep bringing up the cost benefit analysis that the, the Warriors have done on Draymond Green. That happens in your office as well. If you're the leading sales guy and your numbers are blowing everybody else's out of the water and you end up being a, a little bit of a pain in the ass around the office, chances are the bosses are going to put up with it because you're delivering. Now, when that production starts to drip and you're not as productive as you used to be, chances are you're going to be out of the job if you're not as nice to people around the office. So, oh, yeah. the, the same things, the same things. Now again, they're different concepts cuz you know, you are not walking around punching people in the face in the office. The same things happen in your everyday office.
1: I almost want to flip it to where guys are playing basketball and while they're in the middle of the game you throw out your taxes and you're like, "Here, get these done." And then by the <laughs> end of the game, it's like, "Oh my god. Do you think you can get away with this many mistakes doing someone's taxes in the real world?" If I was doing something like that, it's like, "Well, yeah, but I'm also I'm also playing basketball right now. It's kind of hard to take to take to properly account for all of your write-offs this year, Stanley. Triple eight, say ESPN, triple eight, seven, two, nine, three, seven, seven, six. It's hard I to like tell to... between the difference between the five and six as right. you running up <laughs> and down the floor getting hacked, (laughs) hack a shack, doing your taxes, making sure that business trip from last year, you can write the full thing off. It's the um, problems versus production line graph that we talk about on the show all the time. Problems versus production. The more you produce, the more problems you can cause and people will sweep them under the rug or deal with them. The less you produce, the fewer problems you are allowed to cause that will get swept under the rug. Certain players, seventh round, sixth round draft picks, these rookies, they come into the league, they get Caught for DUI the first week of training camp, they oftentimes get get cut. Right, first round pick, you're going to sit them down and you're going to go through the process with them. There's more invested in that guy. Doesn't make it right. That's not what anyone's saying. It's not about whether or not it's right. It's just the way the world works. Don't try to shape the world into something it should be. Understand the world for what it is and then try to improve upon that. Triple eight, say ESPN, triple eight, seven, two, nine, three, seven, seven, six. Roy, the trucker in the great state of Texas. Roy, thank you for the phone call. What's going on?
4: Hey Joe, man, you are one—you are one cool cat. I love the staff that you have, man. You are dangerous with a pen and, and numbers. Look, it's a great phone call. I'm Thank you, thinking- Roy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Don't, <laughs> don't hang up on wait, him.
4: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Look, I love basketball, and I've kind of stopped watching because of Draymond Green. There's no reason for this stuff that he's doing. Look at Isaiah Thomas. Thomas, he got hit in the eye a long time ago. That was that was really bad. He could have went blind. Draymond is doing some stupid stuff. If he, he needs to get, uh, he needs to lose ten games this time. I mean, when do you, when is it okay to assault people? He keeps assaulting people. This is what he does. Why are we watching this? This is not entertainment. This is not. If I want to see a fight, I'll go to a boxing match. Draymond needs to straighten up or get out of basketball. This is not cool. All right, Roy, we appreciate the phone call. And this has
1: been brought up by a few people on different shows today, Gabe, about the idea of a big punishment coming down because at some point a more serious injury could happen. I mean, you throw a punch at someone, you can break their jaw. Like, what happens if that punch is thrown at Yusuf Nurkic, who's been good for the Suns this year? You break his jaw, he's out the next six weeks.
2: Yeah, and that's that's been something that's always been talked about in the NFL. Right, like you deliver a dirty hit on someone, right. ends their season, and yet you only have to sit out one game or two games, whatever it is, when the person you injured ended up sitting out a long time. If if he would have connected and it would have broken or, or caused an injury to Jurkic last night, I think that gets factored in. If you connect and break someone's jaw, that has to factor in in the amount of time that you sit down. Because you're the one who caused that injury, and it's not quite tit-for-tat, but there's a little bit of that has to be factored in. Now, Yurkic is okay, so you don't have to this time. But yes, if this causes long-term harm to someone, that certainly gets factored in, I think, to the suspension decision.
4: And as you're
1: watching this last night, like has his hand on his hip, and he's tugging him a little bit. It's just basketball. Like there's nothing about it that was egregious. Like as you're defending a guy, yeah, is it maybe a foul? Okay, it's probably a foul. Yeah, but it's not like it's anything outside the norm of what we see in every NBA game every single night. Yeah, yeah. You just turn on a random
2: game, and that's how people jostle for position, especially when you're trying to post someone up. You know, sometimes you're getting a forearm in the back. I guess he was grabbing at his hip. Like that was that was no more than normal contact. I've seen a lot worse in the NBA when when guys really start to. I'm, I'm not talking about the punch. I'm talking about just the the physicality of of jostling for position. And I I don't know why that in particular is what had Draymond flying off the handle last night.
1: Phil, North Carolina. Phil, we appreciate the phone call from North Carolina. Floor's yours. What's up? What are your thoughts on Draymond Green?
6: Um, I think the suspension should be indefinite with uh, anger management courses. I mean, I'm all for the physical play, but the punches, the fights, I mean, how many times has this got to happen? It's like you said, at some point, he's going to cost somebody a career or six months off. And could you imagine living with this guy if he does this in public?
1: Well, I'm not going to speculate on any of that, but appreciate the phone call. Uh, let's go to Terrence in Virginia as well. Terrence, shoot your shot. Your thoughts on Draymond
4: Green? Yeah, uh, I just want to say I, I, I'm going to have to agree with Stephen A in a sense of – uh yeah, Steph Curry is not a vocal leader, but he is the leader of that team and he does have some pull. I would I would like to think he has some pull in that team. It's on him to get that team right, man. I I, I we don't make excuses for LeBron when he he ships players off because they're not performing like Delo and and Rui right now, we don't make excuses for them when he when they get shipped out. You know, we just blame them about oh he's just shipping out more players. Here, he's go, here he goes again, changing his team in the middle of the season. But Steph Curry sticks with players that he know are past their prime. He knows how great he is. I don't like Steph Curry in, in particular, but he's great enough to the point where he should have some say. And if he knows he's still in a window where he could actually win another championship because he actually has the talent to do so right now, he needs to make moves. He needs to put the pressure on the organization. I don't care about the core, the, you know, Draymond and Clay and everybody, the core, you got to get rid of them, man. It-
1: all right. Appreciate the phone call. I mean, you've got to figure they might explore that option with the trade deadline in a couple months. Gabe Neitzel, Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe. The People's Show here on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, hang tight. If you want to get on the show, we'd love to bring you on. Triple eight, say ESPN, triple eight, seven, two, nine, three, seven, seven, six. I got word that a relatively big name set to join us next to talk about this situation. Little NBA analyst that works here at ESPN. I'm just going to leave it at that. We'll talk to you in a sec. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at
0: LQ.com.
7: With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Let's face
1: facts here. Two years ago, you won the title. You beat the Boston Celtics in the finals. Last year, you're back in the playoffs, but you get run out by the Lakers in the conference semifinals. This year, you're sub-500 heading into Christmas. You're the 11th seed in the Western Conference. Draymond Green has been ejected yet again, heading for another suspension. You've got Klay Thompson getting benched in the fourth quarter of last night's game. Steve Kerr didn't want him out there to close it out. They're trying to go with some of the younger guys. Questions fair to ask if this is the end of the line for the Golden State Warriors, and if it is, it's just a brilliant run to begin with, but there are a lot of signs this season that things are headed more in the wrong direction than they are in the right direction. Good friend of the show, Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst. Kind enough to join us here. Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. He's Gabe Knights I'm Joe Formball. Big perk. You saw what happened last night in Phoenix. Draymond thrown out again. Let's start with what he said afterwards, how he was, you know, trying to sell a call, and he ends up punching Nurkic. Do you buy that?
3: <laughs> no, nah, I ain't buying it. And nobody else should. I mean... Draymond know what he's doing, and he's 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 a very smart individual, and he know he has to he know he had to say that right. He know he had to from learning from his last incident that he had to go out there and describe it. Now he know he was lying, and the truth wasn't nowhere near. And the thing is, is this: we don't have no room in the game of basketball for this. You know, you think about the incidents Draymond and done this season, getting into it with Donovan Mitchell. Like, who in the hell gets into it with Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell is one of the most liked, loved guys in the NBA by his peers. Okay? And then we saw the the UFC chokehold that he put on Rudy Gobert just, what, three weeks ago? And all of a sudden you see this? Like – the, you, you know, Adam Silver in the NBA, their job is to protect players, protect players. And right now, what I see out of Draymond Green is a guy not a, um, not accepting the fact that his game is declining, not accepting the fact that he wasn't the defender that he wants, that he's not the defender that he once was. And he's trying to find a way to make himself impact the game, which is the most horrible way to do it by you know, going out there and attacking you know, opponents in the physical, as far as a physical standards.
2: Perky got five games for that chokehold against Gobert. What do you think is a fair number that he's going to get suspended for this time around?
4: Well, he got to get 20. 20? Wow.
3: Yeah, you got to get 20 because think about this, if not 25, okay John Morant got 25 games for flashing a gun, right? Okay, that's wrong. Make no mistake about it. But on the flip side of it, Draymond Green has actually put his hands on people. Some would say if he was in the public and wasn't on the court, correct me if I'm wrong, but lightweight assault charges is what I'm saying. You can't do that to people. You can't go out there and we don't know what you're thinking or what you're capable of doing. Anything could happen. Now, what if Nurkic woke up this morning and he's dizzy or he have a headache or he have – like, we're not thinking about those things. Yeah, he – yes, he got up and he finished the game, but what if it didn't go that way? Kendrick Perkins joining us here. Could, Sorry, Big Bird. go we ahead. Know it, no, but I'm saying we know he could take the slightest hit to the head – to hurt someone, let alone with somebody cocking back and giving a full hand across the face. Come on now. Not, Come on now. What are we do?
1: Very well said. Very well said. Kendrick Perkins joining us here. Gabe Knightsell, Joe Fortenball, Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Say the league did hand down 20. How do you think the players would respond to something like that? Because that does end up setting a precedent that they'll all be held to, although these guys aren't also out there doing the same thing. 20, how do you think the league responds?
3: I, I think the league will be happy. We, did you hear what Nurkin said yesterday? Yeah. Basically said something's some seriously wrong with this dude. And he's not the only person that feels that way. I, l- listen, think about this. He got into it, and I believe he got ejected against the Cleveland Cavaliers for getting into it with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is the nicest guy in the world.
2: Is there anything the Warriors, as an organization, can do to try to get some of these actions that he's had to stop?
3: Well, who is going to listen to? Right? Who is he going to listen to? The one guy that he did respect the utmost—he's actually working in our network now, and that's Bob Myers. So, so who, who's actually going to control Draymond Green? Or tell him what he needs to hear. Is it going to be his agent, Rich Paul? Is it going to be his big brother, LeBron James? Like, who is actually going to pull him to the side and say, hey, bro, you really tripping right now? What you're doing is is unacceptable. It's bad for the game. It's bad for your legacy. Like, who's going to pull Draymond Green aside that he respects that he's going to listen to so, in the Warriors organization? Is it going to be Steve Kerr? They keep Steph? bringing up Steph's name. I, never heard Steph to be a, I mean, Steph, I never heard Steph to be a vocal leader, except for on a few occasions.
1: So Stephen A. had brought that up this morning about uh, Steph Curry saying something. We're with Kendrick Perkins here, Carlin vs. Joe ESPN Radio. And, and you're right. Steph is more of a lead-by-example sort of guy. But ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, if, if he's not saying anything and no one's saying anything and they're not able to, to fix it, What's the trajectory of the franchise moving forward? Because in the past when this happened, at least they were contending for titles. Right now they're the 11th seed.
3: Yeah, it's only going to get worse. And I said this a couple weeks ago, and everybody thought I was crazy. It's okay for, for it to come to an end. It's okay to start figuring out things now. You watch the game, We watched the game last night. What did Steve Kerr do in the fourth quarter? Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins were on the bench. Klay Thompson, I mean, uh, Steve Kerr was rolling with Steph Curry, Jonathan Kaminga, uh, the kid from Santa Clara. So, like, what, like what, I've, I've been asking this question for so long. When are the Warriors are going to start building for the future? Right? Like, Klay Thompson, he's going through his problems right now with the front office for the, the contract negotiation. I believe we heard woe say, that they're probably not going to reach an agreement no time this season. That Clay is going to have to play it out. How do you think Clay feel right now? You think Clay is just in a shooting slump because he can't shoot the ball, or do you actually think that Clay is bothered by this and that he doesn't have a clear head to actually go out there and perform? A lot of people think that Clay Thompson is washed. I don't. I strongly believe that Clay Thompson, with new life, a new organization. He will show us that he's still Clay. He's able to be Clay Thompson of old and, not, and be one of the mo- most deadliest shooters to ever touch the damn basketball.
1: Great stuff. Great stuff. Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst. Perk, we know you were jumping on on short notice. We can't thank you enough. We appreciate the insights, my man.
3: All right. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: All right, so let's turn it over to the people on that one. Twenty games Ooh. for Draymond Green. Twenty games is what Perks thinking. What are you thinking? Triple Eight say ESPN. Triple Eight seven two nine three seven seven six. Alongside Gabe Neitzel, I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio, and we are presented by Progressive
0: Insurance. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
5: Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets pizza, better because it has to be.
0: Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio.
3: He have a headache or he have a... Like, we're not thinking about those things. Yeah, he, yes, he got up and he finished the game, but what if it didn't go that way? Kendrick Perkins joining us he here. Could, Sorry, Big Bear, go ahead. He, like who's going to pull Draymond the Green aside that he fake that he's going to distance to? So in the Warriors organization, is it going to be Steve Kerr? They keep Steph? bringing up Steph. I never heard Steph to be a, I mean, Steph? I never heard Steph to be a vocal leader.
1: I'm thrilled that after 40 plus years of existence on planet Earth, all the hard work we've put in on this show the last few months and everything else in my broadcasting career, that's what it boils down to, an inability to let Kendrick Perkins finish his thought without having to step in four separate times. And then, Gabe, when I finally didn't step in, he was done. He was done. And it was just dead air for 40 seconds. I was like, do I dare say anything again? You know what? If this is going to be an old – if we're going to have a standoff here, let's stand off until the end. Jeez. Oh, Gabe man. Neitzel, Joe Fortenball, Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. The pregnant pauses, man. He got me. He got me. You ever find yourself in that situation?
2: Four times. Like, well, so Minimum. then it happened. So then I'm I'm gun shy, right? Like, I don't want to get caught in the trap because what you once you start asking the question, you want to start. You
1: want to ask your question, and oof, I, I I was scared. I was scared to jump in. I was like, I got to end this interview early. I can't do any I can't, I can't, can't run the risk of doing this again. Disaster. But because per- he's
2: given great answers, and then great answers. Oh
1: man, great answers. Colin versus Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance, insurance for motorcycles boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE-AND-PROGRESSIVE-DOT-COM. So, Perk had a lot of interesting stuff to say about the Draymond Green situation, what happened last night in the three-point loss to the Phoenix Suns in which he was ejected for throwing a punch at the Suns' use of Nurkic, likely heading for another suspension, what would be, I believe, his fourth this calendar year. Take a listen to this when we asked Big Perk, without interrupting him, How many games he thought the league should hand to Draymond Green for suspension?
4: Well, he got to get 20.
3: Yeah, he got to get 20. Because think about this. If not 25, John Morant got 25 games for flashing a gun, right? Okay, that's wrong. Make no mistake about it. But on the flip side of it, Draymond Green has actually put his hands on people. Some would say if he was in the public and wasn't on the court, Correct me if I'm wrong, but lightweight assault charges is what I'm saying. You can't do that to people. You can't go out there and we don't know what you're thinking or what you're capable of doing. Anything can happen. Now, what if Nurkic woke up this morning and he's dizzy or he have a headache or he have a – like, we're not thinking about those things. Yeah, he Yes, he got up and he finished the game, but what if it didn't go that way?
1: Wow, 20 games. You think there's any chance, Gabe Knightzel, that it could be 20 games, even though he's coming off the five-game suspension last month for choking out uh, Rudy Gobert? I think 20 games seems tough. I don't think it's going to happen
2: just because I think the league would have a hard time justifying going from five games all the way up to 20. But the points that he makes there are fantastic. And my favorite is when he's saying, you just can't do that to people because he's right. Right. He's going to be walking around on courts, punching people in faces. You can't be doing that. And for, you know, you asked the follow-up as well, asking like, you know, what, what players think about that? And to hear a former player Somebody, the status of perks say the players would be in support of this. That's that's uh, that is stunning to me as well. And then I, I see on social media the quotes of when he had choked out, you know, Rudy Gobert again a month ago at this point, wasn't that long ago. And Gobert going, Yeah. I figured he was going to do something stupid to try to get ejected because he didn't want to be out there with his guy, Steph. Like, players around the league, it seems, are fed up with this behavior from Draymond Green. So maybe they go beyond 10 to try to really send a message and show other players that they have their backs instead of Draymond's back.
1: Longest suspensions in NBA history. Ron Artest, Malice at the Palace, 86 games. Latrell Sprewell, 68 games. That was for choking coach P.J. Carlissimo. Um... Let's keep going here. Gilbert Arenas, 50 games. Javaris Crittenden, 38 games. That's for the same incident where they both brought guns into the locker room over an alleged gambling debt. Steven Jackson, 30 games for malice at the palace. Miles bridges, 30 games. That's for domestic violence. That happened recently. Kermit Washington, 26 games after punching Rudy Tomjanovich back in 1977. John Morant, 25 games. Jeff Taylor, 24 games. Pled guilty to misdemeanor domestic violence. Jermaine O'Neal, 15 games. That was malice at the palace. So now we're past the 20 game threshold. Household. Yeah, so 20 games would actually be five more than Jermaine O'Neal got for the malice at the palace.
2: Yeah, and that's why I have a hard time thinking they'll get to 20 games because it's hard to justify. If you're giving out 15 for Jermaine O'Neal actually throwing a punch at a fan in, in that incident, in malice in the palace. I have a hard time thinking that they're going to be able to get up even to 15 games. 10 seems like the right number. Although maybe they try to really send a message to Draymond Green saying, "Like, look, nobody believes that you were trying to just sell the call. Right. Because selling the call, we see it all the time in the NBA. The NBA is trying to stop flopping. So either you're flopping, which the NBA is also trying to discourage, or you're not. And apparently your flopping involves... Sending somebody, you know, I've turned around before. I've tried to sell a call before, just throw your hands up in the air when you're playing pickup hoops. At no point did I spin around with my
1: fist at shoulder height trying, you know, what ends up being essentially a punch. You're in your 12th NBA season in a sport that is known for high quality acting. Like acting is part of the game. You've been in it for 12 years. You've been in the playoffs for a bunch of those. You have played so many games. You're telling me that after all this basketball experience, playing for Tom Izzo at Michigan State, 12 years in the NBA, winning titles, winning defensive player of the year, that that's the best you can do when it comes to selling a call? is an actual punch to somebody's face. There's no one that's going to buy that, especially given the track record. And the last time he got suspended, he came out and spoke about how it was his reputation. Like he's already paid the penalty for those things. His reputation shouldn't be factored in. That's bullcrap. The reputation's always going to be factored in because they keep having to go through this with you. They just went through it with you last month. They gave you five. You think Joe Dumars wanted to wake up this morning and deal with this? Now he's going to sit there and say, I gave the guy five and he spit in my face. He's spitting my face over the five because he's out there doing this. Now what am I going to do? How do I get the message across to this guy that his behavior is unacceptable? Because it's not something that's happened twice. It's not something that happened once last year and then once this year. It's been happening for almost a decade, Gabe.
2: The thing that just I keep coming back to is he is such an intelligent basketball player. Yeah. And he's such an intelligent person. Like him talking about basketball, anytime he does media or podcasts or any of that, it's he's, fascinating. He's great. It's really good stuff. And I wonder if if these incidents keep piling up because, unfortunately, I doubt that this is the last time we hear some sort of incident from Draymond Green no. in his career. I wonder if that's going to eventually cost him these opportunities in the media, in his post playing career, because he is good. He's that smart. And yet in these situations, he can't find a way to react in any sort of normal manner. Like any other player across the league has
1: Tim in Ohio, Tim, we appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Carlin versus Joe, the people show. What do you got for us?
6: Uh, I've got a comment. Um, I think this gentleman has a problem. Uh, it, it Just a little bit ago, you mentioned um, players that had 65-game suspension. I'm assuming that's for just one incident. This keeps going on for the whole season numerous times. I think you have four choices. One is you ignore it, which is good for the team, but they're below 500 anyway. You can't ignore something like this. The second is therapy. Well, therapy, you have to want to change what you're doing. I don't think he wants to change what he's doing. And so if he goes to therapy, it means nothing because he doesn't want it. Appreciate
1: the phone call, Tim. Thank you very much for weighing in. I mean, w- that's what Morant had to do. They started talking about therapy, and there is something to be said about the lashing out. I mean, what are we looking at, Gabe? We talked about it earlier, like four suspensions in the last calendar year. You got the technicals, and then you stomped Demonis Sabonis in the chest in the playoffs and got suspended for game three. You choke out Rudy Gobert and get five, and then you throw the punch against Nurkic last night this is the, la- the whatever this game suspension is, it seems like it's the last chance to
2: try to get his attention as, hey, you can't be doing these things. I'm sure his coaches, his teammates have said, hey man, we need you out there. But if playing in the finals and missing a finals game doesn't get through to him, I'm not sure what's going to.
1: He's Gabe Neitzel. I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio, the people's show. We wanna thank you all for checking us out today. It is greatly appreciated. We got a lot to get to tomorrow. Thursday night football. Get you set for the weekend. Have a great one, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin vs. Joe weekdays from noon to three Eastern on ESPN Radio. The ESPN app and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin vs. Joe Podcast.